What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fast and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Fast and Flow, otherwise known as Katherine Kelly, your running bestie, a New York City-based long-distance runner and certified personal trainer. And today we're just going to do a little life update. I just got back from Yosemite. I was off last week, and so I feel like I've had a lot of time to just kind of think, reset, and just start the week really recharged and rejuvenated. And I have a lot of excitement because I feel like I'm leveling up and I I don't know, I just kind of want to share my takeaways from my trip with you guys and just a general life update, starting marathon training this week, etc. So I made a couple TikTok videos about this, but just also wanted to talk about it on my podcast, just kind of the general overview of my Yosemite trip. So basically we were there for six days, um, but it was four full days like hiking in the park. So we stayed just outside of the park in a town called Groveland, which honestly is from the gold rush era. Like it's not even been redone since then. Like literally that's what it looks like. It felt fake to be honest. And as we were driving up, you had to literally drive up like 10 miles straight up a mountain, all of these like hairpin turns. I was honestly getting so nauseous because there's just no railing, like cars are coming the other direction. The roads are so narrow, but it was it was an adventure. So we get there and I'm kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of weird, but I'm, I'm just trying to embrace it. And it actually ended up being the best thing ever because there was no service anywhere that we were. So unless we were on Wi-Fi, we couldn't check our phones at all. And then on top of that, the power was out for the first two days that we were there, which was honestly insane. Um, mostly because there was no AC, obviously, since the power was out those first two nights. And it was 105 degrees in Groveland. So it was probably like 80 degrees at night or like 85 degrees. But still, it's pretty hot to not have any electricity or (laughs) AC. But we honestly were so tired every single day from like traveling and then from hiking that we didn't really have any trouble sleeping at all. And so that was really cool. So then basically we drove into the park from there, which down into Yosemite Valley is about an hour and 20 minutes from Groveland where we were staying. So definitely a sizable drive, but like I feel like out there everything's kind of far away, so it didn't really feel that bad. Obviously, I was a passenger princess, so I, I you know, can't really say how bad it was to, to drive in and out of the park every day, but the view was absolutely stunning, and so it was just like, I don't know, it was just super beautiful, and I just felt very remote and very removed. Like one day I had to go pick up uh, like other like hiking shoes and so I had to drive literally 40 45 minutes back to the other nearest town and that town was like pretty normal like it had like like a Walmart when I pulled up and had like a Panda Express in the parking lot and like a huge Starbucks in the parking lot and I immediately when I got there I was like okay I have to check my phone I have to check my Instagram my TikTok and everything and it just like I don't know, so shocking to me because it was just such a switch from when I was in Groveland in Yosemite. I wasn't thinking about checking my phone at all. I didn't post a TikTok for, I think, five days, um, which is definitely the first time I've ever done that. Like, didn't post an Instagram or anything. I just, you know, was posting on my story for, like, five minutes at the end of each day. But it was just, I I just was so removed from my phone, from social media, from my real life. And it honestly was amazing. And I think... What I was expecting to get out of that trip was just a lot of like deep thinking, deep introspection, like doing a lot of journaling, you know, kind of spending a lot of time in solitude and like really getting deep with myself, getting to know myself better and just figuring out some things that I'm trying to work through. 
but I did not get that at all. I did not have the slightest urge to journal. I didn't even want to think about anything difficult. I just didn't want to think at all. And so I just kind of let myself vibe out with that and go down that path and just the kind of the theme of the trip, I guess, was almost like my mind was blank. And I, it was a very simple life out there. We would just wake up, we would pack our bags, make sure we had enough water and food, drive into the park, hike literally all day until we were so exhausted. You know, the entire hike, you're, they were very challenging hikes that we went on. So we were just thinking about our foot placement the entire time, just trying to make sure we were drinking enough water, reapplying sunscreen, eating our sandwiches, etc. Like, it was just, so simple and just so almost like animalistic and we would come back we would we had pizza three nights in a row had a burger and fries the other night had a grilled cheese and sliders the fifth night like had you know just had our one beer every single night and then passed out that's how simple it was and I didn't worry about what I was eating I didn't worry about not getting enough vegetables I didn't worry about you know having a beer every night oh like I shouldn't really do that like I genuinely was just like this makes me so happy in the moment and life is so simple right now. And so that was pretty amazing. That was definitely not what I was expecting to get, but I'm really glad I just kind of let myself flow with the moment because I, I've i been toying around with this concept a lot, but I do think that there might be such a thing as too much self-growth and too much self-development. And I think I'm somebody who has, you know, personal growth and personal development are passions of mine. And I do think that ties very closely into fitness because, you know, I'm always, you know, signing up for the next race, pushing myself, tweaking my training schedule, trying to get the optimal sleep and recovery and nutrition and strength training and running regimen and and everything. And it's just, you know, it's kind of, it is my passion to just keep getting better every single day. And so I do think that when you live your life that way, honestly, you can quickly reach a point of burnout or just reach this point where you're like, I don't even want to think about that anymore because it's too exhausting. Like, I don't want to always have to constantly be getting better. Like, that's tiring and that's exhausting. And I think that I kind of hit that point right before we went on the trip. And I felt it too. Like, I really did feel myself kind of like teetering on the edge, honestly, for like the two months before we went on the trip. There was one incident where I just like had, like, I just like completely lost it and had a mental breakdown. And I was honestly like, where are all these things coming from? Like, like, I, I just was not in a good place, honestly. And I don't even think I realized how bad it was until I kind of like got through it. And then I'm looking back at it because it was nothing so dramatic. It just was like, I just felt like my schedule was spiraling out of control. I couldn't handle what I needed to do on a day-to-day basis. And I just kept adding things onto my plate without actually removing anything and well what I was borrowing from was my sleep time and I'm notoriously not somebody who's been great at getting enough sleep but it's become very very evident to me as I've gotten you know deeper and deeper into training for marathons and all these races and putting my body through a lot each week that sleep is literally the most important thing like you can try to hack your way through life and hack your way through recovery but sleep is the ultimate recovery tool sleep is the ultimate healer sleep will fix all like I feel like there are times when I'm just so stressed and I feel like there's absolutely no way I can solve this problem no way I can finish this task and I'm like you know what I need to shut it down and go to sleep and I wake up the next morning and I'm like oh I can do that all in one hour like it's just not that bad like when you're sleep when you're sleep deprived you're just not making rational decisions you are more likely to like crave sugar and make just bad decisions honestly and you know just feel very kind of moody and low and your workouts are going to suffer and so 
on the plane back, I really was thinking about, okay, like, what does my ideal day look like? Like, my ideal work day in the life, you know, like kind of a classic weekday if I could just have like the perfect example. And I've done this exercise before, but I wanted to revisit it. And so I wrote out from start to finish with time blocks what I was doing for every hour of the day from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. And I did this on the plane coming back because at that point I was feeling like, okay, I do want to journal now. Like I do want to kind of get some of these thoughts out of my head. And they weren't anything crazy, but one of the things that came up was, okay, you know, I've been feeling very stressed about my schedule, but yet here I am in Yosemite and have no stresses at all. I have a lot of downtime. I, my mind is very simple right now. And how can I kind of bring some of that energy and just that kind of just being here and just experiencing in the here and now? Like, I think that's what a lot of Yosemite was, just experiencing what is going on at that exact moment, not trying to extrapolate from it, not trying to find a deeper meaning in it, just was kind of just there in that moment. And I think there's something so beautiful about that, so simple about that and kind of, you know, I needed more of that in my life. And so I started thinking about that and I'm like, well, it's impossible to get any type of relaxation or clarity or anything when I'm constantly doing something, constantly working, constantly on my phone, on social media, constantly marathon training, constantly watching YouTube, constantly, you know, just, just anything. Like I feel like my mind is always so busy because I'm keeping myself so busy. And while that is important to achieve a lot in a day and in a week, like there also needs to be these periods of rest and downtime. And again, that's historically been something that I've been very bad at. And I think I almost thought that I could never be good at it. Like I kind of was just thinking that this is just how I am. I'm just kind of, I run high anxiety. Oh, that's the other thing too. The past few weeks, just like major anxiety, like so, so bad for no reason, just so much anxiety, feeling kind of like very just low and, and not excited every single day. And that's not normally how I am. So I knew something was off. And again, I'm really glad that this trip came at just the perfect time to reset me because I feel very excited going into this week and into this summer and marathon training. But anyway, going back to my first point, I took a look at my schedule and I realized, okay, wow, I've just taken up every minute from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. Yet I've forgotten to add in social media. I've forgotten to add in taking care of the dog forgot to add in eating, showering, commuting, etc. Talking to my friends, talking to Brett, like I, I didn't even add in any of those things and I was already at capacity and that's when I really said, oh shit, okay, this is why I'm only sleeping five to six hours a night. This literally on paper here is why. And I think I took the next 90 minutes on the flight to keep tweaking and keep tweaking and figure out where I can remove things from my schedule and a big thing I realized for me is a couple big things. Um, one is that I had really been wanting to get into cooking dinner and I don't do anything crazy, but for a while, you know, I was spending 30 minutes cooking dinner and, you know, then it's kind of cleaning up and stuff after you eat. And that could have been another, you know, 30, 45 minutes of my day just related to the cooking and the cleaning piece, not even the eating piece. Um, and I just realized it's not a priority for me right now. Like as somebody who works full time, who's in marathon training, who does social media very seriously and is really trying to grow, who has a puppy, who's planning a wedding, like I'm just not in the place to be cooking dinner right now. And so that's something I want to remove from my plate. And so today I looked into doing meal delivery like that is like pre-prepared literally and all you have to do is heat it up. 
And so I looked into Factor 75 and I'm gonna be testing that out. So I'll definitely take you guys along that journey. Um, and I'll post up on TikTok and Instagram about that. But I'm gonna start that in two weeks because it just makes sense with my schedule. So I'm gonna start that in two weeks. And basically that is like pre-prepared. Pre 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 oh my goodness, say that five times fast pre-prepared dinners and so when I come back from run club at you know 8 30 8 45 p.m at night I can just quickly pop that in the microwave eat it while I'm watching a YouTube video because that's what I like to do to kind of wind down after you know a difficult run difficult day and then I can shower and then finish up my social media stuff and then read um and so that's a big change I'm making in my day and another big change is I kind of got into the habit of just staying up super late working like it's not like I'm watching tv or something I'm working so I, that's how I always justified it to myself and I'd just be staying up super late working so then I would wake up late the next day I would get a late start to my day start working too late but then I would have to obviously stop for run club I would do run club come back then I would log in for another you know two three hours it would be like midnight or even past that and then I, you know so then I would have to sleep in again and it just kind of started this vicious cycle and I really want to and I'm going to get myself back onto an earlier cycle because I just I think I just feel better and more productive when I'm waking up earlier and for me that that looks like 7 a.m. that doesn't look like at you know 6 a.m. or anything like that at this time right now you know maybe one day I will shift but there's only so many hours in a day it doesn't really matter whether you use those hours in the morning or you use those hours at night but personally I do know that I, I am a night person so I like working at night but after I do those tough you know track workouts and tempo workouts at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays I'm pooped and so my work caliber is just not that good I'm a lot slower I'm just super tired and so I think shifting some of those hours to the morning would be very beneficial for me so that's another thing I'm going to try to do and I also think they're you know I just kind of want to work during the day in that one big time block and then you know switch off from that and do other stuff because I just have a lot of things I want to accomplish in a day and because I work from home, I kind of work, make my own schedule, which is a blessing and a curse. But yeah, I really, I think one of the concepts, honestly, just in general is time blocking and just focusing on the task at hand for the allotted period of time and then moving on to the next thing. Because I think a lot of what I do, and I've really been catching myself and trying to get better at this, but it's like this kind of switching back and forth between multiple things at once. And there's kind of like a switching cost every single time you do that like there is actually statistics around it that every time you switch tasks it takes you x number of minutes to actually get back into the same flow state where you were previously before you switch that task and so yeah just time blocking things i think is going to be really helpful for me so time blocking work time blocking social media time blocking running all of that stuff um and then kind of going from there i think uh, another thing i want to do is reinstitute a morning routine I have fallen off of that greatly in the past three or four months like I would say for about three years there every single morning I was waking up I was reading a passage whether that was from the daily stoic or trust life or you can heal your life or a course in miracles or um 101 essays that will change the way you think just anything like I think reading in the morning for me just kind of stimulates my brain because because I'm not such a morning person, I think it is helpful for me to read some inspiring words or just read something that's like thought provoking in the morning because it gets the juices flowing in my brain and I really, really like that. And so 
I want to reinstitute that. I also had been journaling every morning. Nothing crazy. Literally two to five minutes of journaling. Um, I went through a period of time where I was just brain dumping. I went through a period of time where I was gratitude journaling. I went through a period of period of time where I had this structure where I would first I would gratitude journal. Then I would say what I was looking forward to that day. Then I would say something I was proud of myself for. Then something I was challenging myself to do that day. And then affirmations. And I would rewrite the affirmations multiple times. And while that almost was annoying to do, it freaking worked. Like, I would come away from that feeling so grateful. And I think I kind of just fell off of it because I started getting really busy with training for my half marathon beforehand and my marathon now. And and kind of coming around to that point, something that really I think has been stressing me out a little bit honestly has been doing these like two a days so on Tuesdays and Thursdays when I do my speed work I've also been doing my lifting and it's not like my lift is any longer than like 30 40 minutes max but I think just doing two a day so like having something before and after work is an added layer of stress especially when I was stacking that on like my very difficult days so like I think if I had all the time in the world I of course would do my I would just keep my hard days hard and my easy days easy. Like that is the, that is kind of the mantra that I stand behind. But I think for me, like my job, not that my job is difficult per se, but I take myself very seriously in my job and I really want to excel. So that inherently is stress inducing to me. It's cortisol inducing to me. And so when I was doing the lift and lifting like really, really heavy because the tonal if you don't know what that is, it's a company I work for and it's this electronic weight machine that hangs on your wall, but it's built for hypertrophy. So it it can add up to 200 pounds of weight and it is built to help you like make gains. And so the lifts are not just, oh, like lifting like 10 pound dumbbells like I used to do just when I was on my own and had no idea what I was doing. Like it's actual like heavy lifting. So that's stressful on the body. And then I would work all day, which would be stressful. And then I would go straight into these like very difficult, very long speed workouts which would be stressful. And then I would come home and feel like, okay, I have to keep working. Like I haven't done, done enough today. And so then I would log back in and this is just like my cortisol would never come down for that whole day. And I think it was just a little too much for me. So I'm constantly tweaking my schedule. I'm always trying to find the right balance, but I think for me, I'm going to switch my lifts to Wednesday and Sunday because first of all, that's actually just more balanced in terms of the week. And I think that doing the two lifts while trying to marathon train while doing those two lifts back to back and very heavy weight was honestly just too much for me. So, um, I also just bought some bands, um, because I've been experiencing some runner's knee, but I feel like I kind of forgot that you can also do like body weight and banded exercises. And those are very, um, efficient as well and effective. And, you know, you can really dial into your form on those. And so, that's definitely something I'm going to be exploring more too. But yeah, I think I'm going to shift my lifts to Wednesday and Sunday. That way there's only one day in the week where I'm doing two workouts, which will be Wednesday and all of the other days will be one workout. So I think that's just a lot more manageable for me, to be honest. And so we'll see how, we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, I think just like taking a good hard look at my schedule and really, I, I really was in this victim mindset. I was in the mindset that like, oh my God, I just have so much stuff to do. Other people don't understand. It's never going to get any better. I was just complaining about my schedule on and on and on. But I wasn't doing anything about it for months, literally like six months. I just was complaining about it and not doing anything about it. And I think this trip just made me, I don't know, just kind of reset and be like, I'm taking back the power. 
because I, I think I've been hindering myself. I know that I have more capacity to really pop off on social media. And like, that is something that's a big passion of mine because I'm literally sharing my passion for running and fitness and health and just living your best life and breaking through self-imposed boundaries. And I've gotten so many messages from people that have just been like, I never would have signed up for that half marathon if it wasn't for you, or I don't follow any influencers and you're the only one that I follow. Like I really resonate with your story. And that to me is like, that's why I want to do social media. That's why I want to connect with people because I feel like that is my passion. That is my calling. I like my corporate job, but I don't, I'm not in love with it. It's not my passion, but truly running and sharing my journey on social media is my passion. And I hope that I can keep doing that. And I really want to grow that. And I think I've been holding myself back because I'm like, oh, well, I don't have enough time to like properly invest into that. Oh, I don't have enough time to like properly, you know, take care of my dog. I'm always getting really stressed out. And that kind of just like falls to the wayside. Like, no, I'm kind of not accepting that anymore. And I know there'll be weeks that I'm like, you know, all jazzed up like I am right now because I've been off for, you know, a week and 10 or like 10 days with the holiday and the weekends and everything like that. And so obviously right now I can kind of be more, you know, jacked up. And I know that when I get, you know, stressed with work and things start to get busy, like even, even just during this week, I know that I'm going to get stressed out again, but I just think that having this to hold on to in this moment that like, I'm taking back my power. I'm taking back the power over my schedule. Something that I'm going to look into this weekend is using potentially a, a software like Notion or so maybe something simpler than that, but just to kind of have everything in one place. My calendar for work, for personal, for running training, for social media partnerships, um, just for everything. Even going to get dinner with my friends, going shopping with my mom, anything. Anything I want to go in that calendar because I'm just getting to the point where there's a lot going on in my life and I think, you know, this is what it is being an adult and I'm getting more responsibility and more control and autonomy over my life and that's what I want, but I need to I need to thrive in that environment. I don't want to feel like I'm just constantly two steps behind. I want to be three steps ahead, okay? And I know that it's possible and so... Yeah, this episode honestly didn't really have a specific topic to cover. It was just kind of like how I'm feeling, trip update, life update, and that's just kind of what it is. I'm starting marathon training this week, so this week will be 17 weeks, I believe. I definitely want to be cautious because I don't want to go too hard for all 17 weeks. Like, I'm definitely going to, I say ease into it, but just, you know, I am going to still be doing speed work, but... I I just want to be very cautious right now. I have been experiencing some runner's knee, and so I'm definitely going to be doing strength strengthening exercises for that. I just posted a video on that, and I'll definitely post updated videos as I start to hone in on my routine with that. But I don't think I'm going to be going, like, too heavy, too hard in the paint, I guess, in terms of, like, being very stringent about the paces that I'm hitting until I'm probably about... 12 to 13 weeks out that's probably when I'll start taking my pacing a lot more seriously right now it's just like do the speed work do the long runs get the mileage in but you know don't worry too much about paces especially since it's super hot like I'm not I'm just not worried about paces right now I guess is my point I don't think I'll be worried about paces until maybe like mid-August which will be more like 12 weeks out um so that'll definitely be you know I'll start to dial it in more but right now I'm just trying to ease back into it I'm trying to enjoy it I'm trying to remind myself that it's okay to run slower in this heat and humidity and marathon training is supposed to be fun and honestly 
when you're constantly in a state where your cortisol levels are super high, it's just not healthy for your body. So I'm just being very conscious of that too. Taking my easier runs incredibly easy. I've been doing them over a 10 minute pace, like 10 to 11 minute pace, honestly, which like in the winter, 90 minute pace feels easy. But right now, nine minute pace kind of feels fast because it's so humid and hot. And so, yeah, I'm just not beating myself up about that. I'm just having fun with it right now, honestly. And so, yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys updated. I'm super excited to just start sharing all of my training. Obviously, I've been doing that, but I just want to just be more regimented about it and just sharing my training, sharing the speed workouts that I'm doing, sharing when I go to run clubs, sharing different things that I've learned, um, like about training techniques, strength training techniques, nutrition techniques, like I don't know, just kind of anything, just little tips and tricks for marathon training. And just, I really just, I want to be your go-to source for running on TikTok and Instagram. And so I feel like when I see other runners that are also completing their training and like working really hard, it just makes me want to get out there. So hopefully I can be a source of inspiration as well. And just a source of motivation and education. That is my wish. So, um, Please let me know if you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like it was more of just me kind of just giving you my schedule. (laughs) So I don't know if it was interesting at all, but hopefully if anything, it kind of made you rethink where you can remove or add things from your schedule to make it work for you. And I think, I think that's the one thing to remember too. Like just because a schedule works for you at at a certain point in your life doesn't mean that's always going to be your schedule. Like what I just listed to you is going to keep changing. And it's also kind of only relevant, like for this you know, four month period while I'm training for the marathon. And then I'll be in a completely new season and a new schedule. And so totally okay to tweak and change things and totally okay to differ from what other people in your run club do and stuff like that. And so, yeah, just don't get too in your head about it. And we're all going to be having a very good week this week. So I'm excited. Um, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it on Spotify or Apple podcasts, but most importantly, please take a screenshot and share it on your story and tag fast and flow because I just, it makes me so happy when you guys do that. And I want to get the podcast out to as many people as possible. So I hope everyone has a great week and I will catch you in the next one.